0: Welcome to the Meta Podcast, the podcast of the European Armamental Group bringing you good news for a world where people and nature thrive together. This is the third episode of the Locomotion series dedicated to the exploration of models' possibilities to help our societies take decisions for the future. Recap Models are a representation of a system, and the Locomotion model intends to represent our society in the context of climate change. This includes studying people's needs, the economy, the resources of the planet, and many more. This week is the EU Raw Materials Week 2022, so what better occasion to talk about our planetary resources? In the podcast today, we welcome Harald Svelprop, Professor of System Dynamics. Harald, you are in charge of the Raw Material Module of the Locomotion Project. Could you explain to us the importance of this module for the locomotion model?
1: In the locomotion project, we combine a number of different aspects. The important parts of the locomotion project is to look at the energy transition in Europe and on a larger scale in the world that we need to do now to go from very black fossil fuels to something less black, the greener, the better. In order to do that, we've discovered that A lot of new technologies are going to be required to do this transition and the challenge that comes with them has also been discovered. When we want to do that, this is new technology that uses a lot of exotic materials, metals with very strange names like lithium and neodymium or dysprosium or indium, and they come in quite limited amounts. They don't come in millions of tons like copper does or like fossil fuels do. They come just in very, very small amounts, which means if we're going to succeed in this, we can't just stick with our normal linear handling like we do now. It's old behavior, comes from the old fossil world where we take things up, use them, and when we don't want them anymore, we throw them over their left shoulder. And they disappear. We need to go towards what's called a circular economy. So we don't throw it away. You put it back in. You take it out. You clean it, fix it, repair it, repurpose it. And then back in it goes. It cannot get lost. And this is what we're trying to put into the locomotion model as well. It's a complex task. It takes a lot of work to do it. We're not going to go all the way in this round. We're going to put the first parts in and see how we need to manage these resources in order to be able to do this energy transition. Both are difficult and you have to do one to be successful with the other.
0: Hmm. We are already seeing limits to some raw materials availability at the moment. Uh, I'm thinking of a few months ago. It was the most impossible to get a, a new electric bike, this kind of thing. So we already see some limits, I believe. Um, so obviously this is really small scale, but we can also imagine shortage in some bigger uh, needs. For example, the renewable energy development and and the shift to renewables, as you said, requires a lot of resources. What can what can the model tell us about this future and about Consumption?
1: So the model comes up with estimates of how much we need at different times in the time forward. This transition doesn't happen fast. It will take between 20 and maybe 40 years to do it. And we need to know when these different demands come up. And we need to plan quite carefully, you know, householding with the materials so that we have the necessary amounts in time, and it's going to take a lot of work to do. It's also going to take a rethinking of traditional ways of arranging industry, traditional ways of arranging industrial policies, for a large part of what we call waste today, isn't really waste, it's my raw material for next round, But then it can't be forbidden to move it around and and recycle it. Now we have, in parts we have legislation, which is outdated, that foresees that when you stamp something waste, you're supposed to put it in a a barrel and um, throw it away. No, that's the wrong thinking. Then also in political circles, this needs to change.
0: Hmm. And... Okay, could we talk about a very um, uh, concrete example so that I think people understand so a bit better? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, transportation. So the model, uh, as it's said to, uh, today, is representing four different ways. Yes. With the transportation needs that we have today, we see that everyone wants to own a car. I mean, this is a bit changing, but there is still like this tendency of uh, having um, properties like cars, et cetera. It is very clear from the model that we can't go all electric cars. We can't just replace things that exist already. We also have to make a change in our society and in our thinking, how yes. we relate to these things, right?
1: Yes, it's because it is not going to be that um, you know, now we will have electric cars. We'll just replace all fuel cars with electric cars mm. and everything will stay as, as usual. No, that's not gonna happen. We can't build that many cars with lithium batteries and the magnets that need special uh, metals and so. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can build something like a third of it, which means we need to rethink how we use them. So this, there are actually three changes that come. The energy transition, then there needs to be a resource transition. So we need to use energy differently. And produce it differently. We need to use resources differently. And then we need a social transition as well. We need to rethink what we need and what we use and how we use it. And a lot of our thinking there today is also redundant. It's not sustainable thinking. So it doesn't help to be materially try to be materially sustainable if you're not thinking sustainably as well. And maybe the most difficult is the social change.
0: And I guess that's also why we have the people module in the locomotion model to try to get everything into connection and make sure that no one is left behind, because what we see also with the raw materials is that we exploit a lot of raw materials in the global south for the benefits of the global north. Right? This is so a question of inequalities in terms of social justice.
1: Yeah, even if that perspective is in in some way changing from a downstairs to an upstairs mm-hmm. kind of metaphor. Um so but it's the rich part of the world that consume comparatively very much more than the the less wealthy. Mm. But also it's a different thinking in, in terms of, <clears throat> of how we use resources what is success, how do we measure each other. And um, today's very resource use and display of that resource, which is very dominating our modern society. And This kind of thinking needs to be much more reflected. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not necessarily so that the the people with the most gadgets are the most happy. GDP is correlated with well-being up to a certain level. And beyond that, you know, it looks like a hockey stick. Beyond the, the bending point, pouring in more money doesn't give more happiness. Sometimes it gives less. It depends on completely different Parameters and then most of them are social, so that's where we also need to think about what is socially sustainable. I think we know it if we were would we dare to think, but it means sitting back and reflecting on things.
0: Mm. Yeah, I guess this is why the the paths that the models explore are all about different economy kind of models and styles.
1: Yes, and you also need to think about what you know. What will this model do and what will it not do. <clears throat> so the model is a tool. And so it can show us different kind of potential futures. It doesn't show what the future will be. It shows what the future could be. It's a very important distinction. But when we've done that, there's a large part which is a little bit part of the locomotion system and <clears throat> part of what goes further into DG research and the EU commission and what is being done with this information. How is it communicated? And so the locomotion will be reported as a model and reports and this needs to be translated into something that also the public can understand. That is to a certain extent thought about in the uh, in the locomotion project. But of course, the responsibility of doing that also goes to those that gave the money to do the project. To create this knowledge base, then communicators need to stand on top of that and use from that to talk to the public and to politicians. And that's also a very hard task. So you
0: are a professor of system dynamics. How does that relate to modeling and help you in your work to create the different scenarios?
1: So what does a professor of system dynamics do? Well, we do something called systems analysis. We look at things that look very, very complex. How do they look on the inside? It's like opening up a clock and looking at the wheels inside. How many wheels are there and how are they connected? This is how we build models to understand how one thing interacts with another and how that interaction goes around in the clockwork and comes back to the start again. And this is how we put it together. Modeling sounds sometimes very, very complicated. And sometimes the outputs look very complicated. They're difficult to to communicate. Surprisingly often, if you look inside, you can have rather simple engines that produce very complex outputs. So inside it is about understanding how it works, the inner workings of these systems. The inner workings of industry, the inner workings of economy, the inner workings of decision-making society, the inner workings of how natural resources fly around in society. Try to bring sense into all of that. And there's a large team in Europe, uh, in um, locomotion that works with this. There's a team in Austria, There's a team in in Spain, and there's a team in Norway, <clears throat> and we all, and in more countries as well. And we all work together to put these different clockworks together. So this is like a system of different clockworks. There's a clockwork for energy, there's a clockwork for resources, there's a clockwork for money, there's a clockwork for for decisions, and then we try to link those in the right way. Hmm. That's why it takes many years to do it. And it's quite challenging.
0: It is quite challenging. It's also quite hmm. challenging for to communicate about because it doesn't give the right answer. It gives tools, it gives direction, but we can't Go directly to decision makers and say, this is what you have to do, step one, two, three, four, five. If I understood correctly the model, it's more information rather than direction, right?
1: Well, it's, it doesn't give black and white answers. Mm. It says, <clears throat> if you're going to do this set of things, because there's always a lot of different things that come together, it's probable that you will get this outcome. And six of those outcomes are quite good. It's a probability that four more outcomes will not be so good. And this is one of the difficulties. You win some, and you get some outcomes that are also drawbacks. And it's a difficult trade-off to do that. Mm. It's very rare that you succeed in everything. That's kind of an utopian solution.
0: Yeah.
1: So somehow you can say that, and this also the model shows that we we go for certain important roles. goals and they have high priority. We can do those. But everything comes at a cost. Can we tolerate that? Mm. It's also about finding out a more sustainable state in the future. Now we sit in a system that's very unsustainable. But the road from here to the sustainable must also be survivable. You can't just do a brutal revolution and Destroy livelihood for a lot of people. We have to make sure that the transit is safe for everybody. that we bring them over without hurting them. Yeah. And this limits some of the options, but it also—it's a large social responsibility to do this. Actually, making such a model, using it for advice to policy, is a huge responsibility. We have to make sure it gets as good as we can. We can't allow to do mistakes if we know they're mistakes. Of course, their mistakes will be made; they're always made. But they have have to be <clears throat> not wittingly.
0: And are you ho- are you hopeful for the for the future, and for the model, impact?
1: I'm very positive for the future. I think there's a. Huge amount of hard work between now and the future that we need to do. It doesn't come for free. It needs a lot of work. It needs this model. It needs next version. It needs other models. And it needs also an extraordinary communication effort. It's actually where the EBB can play an important role in this. Communicating. Now, we are technical people. We're not world champions in communicating. We have to be honest about that. We can make these good technical s- systems, but there needs to be real good people in making also the communication tools documentaries, podcasts, talking to people, lobbying in the right places. You guys know how to do that? I don't.
0: Mm. And who are you hoping to to reach with the locomotion uh, model? Who who are you hoping to convince or to reach?
1: Well, primarily this is done as EU research. Mm -hmm. So the primary target is the EU system. So the, the bureaucracy of the EU Commission, the EU Commission itself, and its different institutions. Of course, we want to reach further ahead, also, and we can do that to a certain extent. And then there will be have to be interaction with other bodies in society to be successful in doing that.
0: Mm. How do you think um, lambda citizen can be useful for the project? Um, because the project can't be used by anyone, if I understood correctly. It needs a certain amount of. Um, of knowledge to use the model, but can people like me be interested enough to just have a look at the model and understand something?
1: Well, so the model in itself, what is it? It's like a very very complicated bookkeeping system. Okay. So it needs a bit of an effort mm-hmm. to get into it. So a normal layman, it will probably be difficult to get into the model itself that's why between the model and the public or the uninitiated Mm -hmm. user there will have to be translation interfaces
0: that's where we come in
1: that's where you come in and that's where i think another process is like doing the kind of interfaces that modern computer games have Mm -hmm. would be a great help there will be a small start on doing that, but that will only be the beginning because the whole, the whole um, science of doing gamification of serious simulations have just begun. Yeah. But the challenge there is to go from making models that are very technical, that have a terrible handbook, and it's very hard to use them and you have to really work with your own motivation Come to where games are, where once you turn them on, you can't turn them off. Mm. We now have the knowledge how to do that. We'll have to, it'll take some time to make the first examples also.
0: Mm. This is only the beginning with this model, right?
1: Well, what the Locomotion Project does is, as I see it, only the first phase of something that needs to go on, Mm. where then the technical platform is improved but also much more effort is put into these translation interfaces and how it communicates. Okay. Because the communication is very important, as I usually say to students, if you have a brilliant idea and you can't tell it to anybody, basically it doesn't exist. Mm. So telling it to somebody and what it does is very, very important. So with this we try very hard to do in locomotion.
0: And this week, it's the EU Raw Materials Week 2022. So I guess it's a social communication occasion. Um, What can we expect from your event happening this afternoon? And what do you expect from it?
1: So there's an event this afternoon. And then I will talk about um, the importance of resources in this energy transition that needs to come and how that relates also to the social and that we need to think about the whole picture. How it's going to be, and this is, of course, part of changing the minds the minds of those that think now we'll get just a few new gadgets and it will fix everything, and everything will just go on as usual. No, it, it won't, it needs more than that. It needs a very thorough rethinking of everything we do. I hope to get that message through.
0: What's What's interesting, sometimes I feel, um, so I'm a communication person, but uh, in mm-hmm. my family, uh, my, one of my cousins is uh, studying to be an engineer, an environmental engineer. Mm-hmm. And at Christmas um, mm-hmm. talks, sometimes I hear stuff like, oh, no, but you don't know about this technology because it's not really like mainstream. But Actually, we have solutions to this, to do that, to do this. So it seems like there is a lot of um solutions to a lot of problems that we have, for example, recycling lithium and these kind of things. Is it true? And and can we count as well on, on this kind of like new technologies that are appearing and that will probably also help in the transition?
1: I don't think that new technology will solve it at all, unless we change the thinking. Okay. Uh, if we just go on with the thinking we have, more gadgets and more technology may actually make it much worse. So far, it did. We did a lot of things that made things more efficient, saved material, we thought. But what did it do? As soon as we had saved up something, we flipped it around and used it for more consumption. So all this increased efficiency actually made things worse, a lot worse. So the technology could have been good, but because our, our thinking stayed in the old linear, it didn't. And that's why, unless we rethink, the technology is not going to do any miracles at all.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. It's, it also comes back to, to what you were saying at the beginning about the social transition and how we need to yeah. really have this communication
1: respect. We, we need to have this serious talk with everybody.
0: Mm. Do, you think, do you see the politicians... Uh, going for for this kind of path at the moment?
1: No. They are... Two things. I don't think they have really realized how it's connected. Mm. They think we'll do an energy transition and that's it. Um, It hasn't really clarified that we need this resource transition. And it's quite dramatic to do it. gonna and that the both are going to require a lot of rethinking and i'm not sure any of the pop the the politicians really realize what that means even the ones that call themselves green i don't think they realize what it means i think they think they do themselves but i don't think it is what is needed because even Green thinking today is also still in here, Still in the old paradigm. Mm. Maybe we have to retrain a whole new generation. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Doing the social transition is not really my expertise. I see that there are very clever people in that too. But I'm not an expert on that. But I can see the need for it. I can see that the I can see the harm that's that the old thinking does.
0: Hopefully, the the model and the communication around it will help in the, in trying to start a debate, at least or start a conversation. Well,
1: <clears throat> I think we should see it like this: the model itself will not change anything, because the model is a large, very advanced tool of somebody that comes to make change. or well, the tools he needs, but it needs man to do the change and use the tool.
0: Thank you so much for being here today and answering my questions, Arad. And thank you for listening to this podcast. There will be more podcasts on the Locomotion Project and on all its specificities, so stay tuned. This project has received funding from the European Union Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under the grant agreement number 821105. Thank you so much and talk to you soon.